0: again everyone, Derek Floyd here of Chasing the Impossible. Of course we've got a great new guest to start off this segment and someone that I really respect and admire in his work, uh, we've got Il Factor, the producer here on Chasing the Impossible. Il, how
1: are you man? Good man. Hey everybody, um, pleasure to be, be here with you guys, so excited. We're looking forward to hearing your story and, and, and how you can
0: uh, inspire us to, of people that watch Chasing the Impossible. And tell me a little bit about all the the work that you've done, because you've spanned quite a bit of work over time.
1: Sure. Um, I've been able to produce music for a living for the past 17 years now. And in the span of that time, I've been blessed to work on projects such as uh, Matis Yahoo, Kelly Rowland, Sia, Gwen Stefani, Justin Timberlake, uh, Jason Derulo, uh, Kaigo. And been uh, some share of scoring film, and recently doing a lot of video game stuff. I worked on the Assassin's Creed Syndicate project, uh, the crew Just Dance, and uh, a current audio branding for, for Ubisoft. So it's been it's been uh, an amazing, wild ride, <laughs> and uh, a lot of ups and downs. But man, it's it's been a blessing to to be doing what I'm doing. So wow,
0: that's exciting. And for someone like yourself who's so successful, you know, we're excited to hear. How you found your impossible and what got you there? Because we know, you know, it's always a process. It's not just you wake up one day and you're successful. It takes a little bit of hard work and some determination, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think, I think at the onset, when when you are when you're confronted with this dream or this this admiration that you you know of of wanting to pursue something. I think you're, you're immediately bombarded with the overwhelming notion of this just seems impossible. I just don't even know where to begin. Sure. And so uh, a lot of that, you know, you, and then sometimes you assume that that's the only place you're going to experience those impossible roadblocks. But they continue to show up in different forms and in different ways. Hmm. You, and then your mindset changes throughout your time. And you look at things at a different angle to overcome those upcoming impossible hurdles or sure. situations that, that hinder you down the road.
0: Sure, sure. So what did, what was your first or what was the, what identified to you in your life as an impossible situation and how did you overcome it?
1: Yeah, I think, I think most like a lot of people, I got into music because I had a passion for it. I loved music at a very young age. It moved me and me and and, uh, the sum of the average uh, group of friends that I had around me, music moved me in a way to, to them. And uh, I picked up the trombone, started learning at a young trombone, age. Trombone, huh? Yeah, man. That's that's the one that started it all. And I think I started playing when I was six. And then that led into my middle school and high school years. And then I started dabbling into producing and DJing in my high school years. So here in Miami, which is where I'm based, I was just DJing at local uh, events and underground raves and things like that. This is like 98, 99. 99. And as I started to transition into like, okay, I want to do this for a living. I want to, I think everybody who has a passion for music starts heading in that direction of how do I pursue this passion I have and build a career around that? How do I make a sustainable living off of that? Sure. And as I, as, as soon as I was like, you know, wide eyed, you know, dreamy about this, and like, I'm going to gung ho and do it. Here's where the, the impossible started to, to, to weigh in. And the burden of that was when people came alongside me, even close people, uh, family members and and people that I thought would, would would help, you know, build momentum, they just came alongside, you know, you shouldn't be pursuing this. It's it's going to be a waste of time and there's oh, no real security yeah. in it. And so, yeah, the naysayers and all the haters out there. But, you know, and and, and I, I see where they're coming from and it might have stemmed from a good place, but ultimately what it did, it just made the dream and, and, and the ambition I had just become impossible to reach. Mm. And, and it, it really just played that role of, all right, maybe I should. And, and for a while, I was just like, all right, well, I'll stop pursuing music. And I, I'll, I you know, I went to college, uh, uh, you know, maybe the first two semesters, uh, for computer programming because it was safe. And then all, all the while, all the while I'm like, man, I really just, I want to keep doing this music thing. And so, uh, I kept DJing, I kept producing music on the side and I just kept linking up with other people. Uh, so I had the people on one side saying, you know, and and even family members, even someone like close, to like a, a, at the beginning was my father who really was like, ah, you shouldn't, because he was a musician himself. Oh wow. He had he had a taste of it, but then it went bitter for him, Ooh. and so he didn't want me to go through that experience as yeah, well. So yeah. I, I understand where he was coming from, but it just it just made this mountain much more bigger for me to climb, and 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 I was like, well, all right, then I guess I just won't ever pursue it. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, don't do it. And then I had people that I saw doing it, and and then I was like, but they're doing it, and and. <laughs> So why don't I just come alongside them and ask them how is it that they're doing it? And so I uh, met with other guys in in the same, uh, at the same level of mm-hmm. the ladder mm-hmm. that I was. And I, I was, it was such a huge tremendous, tremendous blessing that God would put me alongside veterans in the field. And I linked up with guys like George Noriega and Jimmy Douglas, wow. uh, who were legendary veterans in this. Yeah. Yeah. And you know they opened the door wide open and provided this access of mentorship being yeah. able to not just like hey do this and this it was like you know let me bring you on my wing and that was a huge key factor into this whole process was being mentored being guided having someone because uh, it's going to be a, it, it is a rugged road to go on there's a lot of you know dues to be paid there's a lot of hard work that goes in it there's a lot of endless hours a lot of things that go into it and and so I think we're, when you contrast that to current climate right now, where people can have instant access to whatever they want with a click of a button, sure. it becomes, Oh, well, if, if you know, if I have to put, if I have to put in work or if I got to do that, <laughs> yeah. if it doesn't come easy, then it's not meant to be. No, the reality is it is meant to be you because you develop to become the person you were meant to be for that position through the discipline and the hard work and the journey to get there. Yeah. Um, you That's know, great. So That's great. If that makes a, any sense. That kind of positions back to what we talk about chasing the impossible, where you know you
0: identified and clarified that your impossible was you wanted to accomplish this music thing. You were going to do it. Uh, you know, one of our other things we talk about is doing the homework. You did the homework. You, you found a mentor. You went and did. You, you studied. You did websites. Whatever people think this is going to be falling to the sky, but it takes homework. It takes work for you to really get to that impossible thing. It's not just a short,
1: sure. easy thing. No, absolutely. And 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 that aspect of doing the homework is what I like to call being the hero of the day. Mm. So um, you have two options. You have the the, the, the the ability to to know a lot, to Google everything, mm. but then when you don't know and you wisdom is applying the knowledge that you have. Yes. And there's a difference between wisdom and knowledge, right? Mm, so sure, it's like, sure. hey, I know that short key command to do that thing on Pro Tools or or I know how to do that on this plugin or something like that. And so there's two types of people that enter the studio in the studio environment. And when I would see them work with with Jimmy or anybody else, there's that guy who knows the knowledge. Mm-hmm. He's Like, oh, don't you know you could just do that and do that, do that. And mm-hmm. and there nobody told him. You know, they're speaking sure. just out of like, oh, I'm gonna impress them with my my knowledge of this mm-hmm. and that, and mm-hmm. and don't know and not apply wisdom and when to speak. Sure, right. Sure. So they're like, oh, you should do this or you should do that. And like, see, I see, I, I told you. And then the guy, you know, Jimmy would quickly turn around and was like. I don't care, like, who cares? And then <laughs> wisdom is, you know what, looking around is like, you know what, the, ta- the, the toilet paper is running low in the bathroom, let me go fill it before somebody asks me to do it. There you, go. you know, that cable, that cable needs to be wounded, um, I gotta go do that. Sure. And, and those are those moments where you start to do, the, doing the homework is mm-hmm. finding a need mm-hmm. and adding, bringing value to the table and fulfilling that need. Wow, and wow. I didn't realize that to halfway of this journey where at, at the earlier stages of my career, I started treating people as projects and not mm. people. I would treat people as stepping stones to how can I use up this person to get to where I wanna go. Mm. And, uh, and, I, and that really just put me in a, in a, in a really bad place. It just sure. put me in a bad position because then uh, I was also receiving that treatment on my end wow. and I didn't like it too. Sure, sure. So when I started to realize the benefit of giving before receiving, or sure. just giving and bringing value and finding a need and fulfilling mm-hmm. that need, I really started seeing things turn around in a huge way. So, wow. the homework to me was what's the need and how can I bring value, even sure. though I am not going to get anything out, out of it?
0: Wow, wow. Here, here, and, I, and I love that you said giving, you know, giving before receiving, and how that really takes precedence over. Your daily, how you live your daily life. If you're always looking to give and find a solution and find where to place what your value is, you'll always have a place where you are. I mean, it's like your your value becomes always giving, always giving. I mean, it's such, yeah. a, such a great thing to think about. Um, you know, I I hear you talk about you. You dug in. You did your homework. Um, you work with mentors. But there was a time when I'm sure things weren't always good. And uh, we try to tell people what takes the impossible that you're you're gonna have a place where you fall. Mm. There, you know, failure is part of the of the journey. Where was there a time where failure was part of it for you, and you learned so much from it?
1: I think that's the most I learned. when I, when I, when I come alongside people and I help them move, take their next step with their music. It's not from the great, it's not from the, uh, the 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 peaks that I teach them. It's from the valleys that I walk through that they learn the most from. It's from those moments that I actually get to share the most. Uh, Experience. It's because of the wrong decisions I made. It's because of that. The thing of treating people as projects. Um, It's that mindset is what what really hindered me. And so a couple of things were just, you know, making making decisions that were more based on the now Mm -hmm. instead of the long term Mm -hmm. because of my desire to just instantly gratify, you know, want to instantly be gratified. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I would make decisions and be like, sure, you know, I'll take that deal and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll work on that track. Uh, for X amount of money, because I could really use that and and not really thinking of, or, you know, or, you know, basing a relationship based on what I can get at the moment, as opposed to like, you know, so I realized from that moment where now I'm like, Hey, it's not really all about the upfront check. How can I build a long lasting relationship? Sure, uh, with yeah. this other person involved and that's what actually built a really healthy bridge between me and the video gaming publishing company uh Ubisoft mm-hmm. and We've developed a great relationship together in which now they're like Hey, we like working with you because you've got a good head on your shoulders, And we you know we like the way you work and, sure. and you're doing some quality stuff so it you know out of that decision has led to uh almost like five games that i've been able to be a part of wow. in, in, in light of one decision of not trying to um what I failed in, in the past were like, no, no, what you know, what's in it for me right now, and 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 and, and so not having a game plan for the long term play. Yeah. Uh, I think overall that's 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 a, been a big part of my my experience, and, and you know, um, besides the the failures of. Of not being able to like, you know, taking a lot of things personally mm-hmm. in the sense like, Oh, my tracks weren't picked or, you know, my songs weren't used for this or my things weren't done and sure. and took that personally and it, it really just played, you know, just kind of downcasted my spirit in the sense of things of like, Well, I guess I'm just not good enough. Um, and falling into that despair and not realizing, Okay, so what? Keep moving. Yeah. Make another track, make another song, keep yeah. going at it. And so uh, but it took a while to kind of get into that into hmm. that um in mindset. those
0: times um we talk about once you identify what your dream is you're gonna need the fuel you're gonna need the reason why because sometimes it's gonna be tough sometimes it's gonna suck sometimes you're gonna feel like man i shouldn't even do this anymore there's got to be an internal reason deeper than you know just i want to make money i want to be somebody but that keeps you going into that impossible what do you think your internal reason is for digging so hard to make this happen
1: well um it it has changed dramatically throughout the the years of of working at at first. It was the fuel was, Hey, I want to, I want to make a living off of this. I want to make money. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing, there's nothing absolutely wrong with that. But you know, as, as the bank account grows, it just never becomes enough. And so you got to keep going and you got to keep going. And then that guy's making more than you. And then that, then I lost sight of a lot of things. Mm -hmm. I didn't prioritize certain relationships in my life that I thought they needed to be prioritized Mm -hmm. for the sake of reaching, you know, I got to hit that specific goal. Um, You know, another thing that fueled were, were some things like, Hey, I want to make it to the Grammys. I want to be nominated. I want to go to the Grammys before I was like 24. And I did that. I was able to do that with the work I did on the Motus Yahoo album. And that was an an amazing blessing. And then once I came from the Grammys, okay, now what? And, and, and then, so, um, so the goal is always moving. It's always evolving. It's always changing. Um, But I think now what's going on in the, in the season of life that I'm in is that I'm, I'm seeing such a joy derived from being able to, to equip and, and coach and help others who were where I was at 17 years ago, uh, take their next step because I'm getting such a huge joy and delight from that, that it's putting me in this position and and it it plays a big role into why I've even created a platform like beat Academy, which is a platform that I've created to do exactly that online to help aspiring artists musicians, producers, and songwriters to take their next step. Um, And there's a joy that I'm getting from that. So it's uh, it that becomes a fuel that becomes the bigger uh, why as to why I'm doing this, because then it no longer becomes a part of like, well, you know, I'm working on this project because I want to, you know, I want the big paycheck. Mm -hmm. Um, And and my worldview plays a big part of it, too. You know, and what I mean by that, my worldview is the moral compass in which I navigate through life. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I I grew up Catholic, but then I uh, throughout my throughout my uh, years of producing music I came to uh, I came to faith in in Jesus and and that really played a big role into My relationship with God and my relationship with others sure. and how I and, and and so that helped change my paradigm My mindset as to what really is important, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day the the the, the bank accounts will close <laughs> yes, and and well. so if if I'm if I'm thinking about if I have an eternal eternal mindset like what can I do that will last forever mm-hmm. and that's nourishing the relationships that i have and so um that that played a big role even in pursuing people in the music industry who didn't share the same worldview as i did i can still nourish that relationship with them i can still be a good giving person to them um, and bring value to them even though i'm not going to get anything in return and that played a huge part that was a big why behind a a lot of my decision making and people just started taking notice they're like no this is different sure you know like you're why are you going out of your out of your way to do this like yeah. this doesn't yeah. make sense That's i don't awesome. get it why would you do something like this and it was like well um because i want to share an opportunity with you to tell you how much i've been given and how much you've been given sure. uh you know uh so god has created us for this and, and so it's provided that opportunity for that as well and so that, that plays a big part in my, in my everyday decision making
0: well i'll tell you, uh, you know, um, I think the, the final thing we normally we talk about is to try to teach people on the subscribers that um, going from your dream to the fuel, to doing the homework, to actually failing, and getting back up, that it's all a process and they yep. have to trust the process and never give up. Uh, I'm sure they, you felt over time this process has gotten crazy. but. When did you feel like, okay, I just got to keep going. I got to keep going. On, I'm going to make this happen. And you and you, and you figured out, I got to trust this. I'm going to make it.
1: Every day. <laughs> Every day. I mean, <laughs> No, I mean, look, there's there's frustration. You know what really frustrated me a lot was when you're seeing other peers in the same industry. Now, this could be whether you're in the music industry, whether you're a plumber, or whether you're yeah. a dentist, an underwater basket weaver, because that's huge. <laughs> yeah. uh, a lot of those. You there. start – Yeah, you start to see others start to strive and do well, and then you start questioning. You know, I'm my stuff's even better. This is the immediate thought that I go to is like, you know, I was a part of that process, or I was there with them in that process, or I'm, I'm, you know, we're in the same team or same firm or whatever, Mm -hmm. and they're blowing up, and I'm I'm on the back burner. I don't get it. You know, when so when I have other songwriters and peers that I've worked on or artists that I develop, and they finally get the big break and they get the big million-dollar publishing check or they get all these things happening, and I'm like, okay, yeah. um, you know, like, what do I do with that? Uh, so there, sure. that frustration of, of okay, why well, can either just that's it? You know, nothing's gonna uh, be worthwhile here. I might as well just hang up the towel, or I can be like, okay, you know, let let them. It's hard. It was, I'm going to be honest, it was hard. You know, the pride in me was welling up to say, oh, that sucks. I don't, I don't want to be happy for them. Yeah. So there was this understanding of like, okay, um, if I stay idle, mm-hmm. I, every, the, everyone else will continue. The, the world will keep spinning. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I stop doesn't mean that everyone else who was behind me will also stop as well. And might, <laughs> what I mean behind me is everybody who's hungry Mm-hmm. To eat that next meal or to get to that yeah, next like, step, sure. they don't stop, so I gotta keep going. Yeah, and uh, and and that's that's just that was a mentality. So, um, and I see it a lot, man. You could tell the people who are like, man, I'm I'm hungry, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 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 in it, mm-hmm. and I th- those now are the people that I want to be aligned with. Sure. Those are the people that I want to be partnered up with. Even when I even in my Beat Academy platform, those are the artists and the, the people that I, that I'm looking out for to be like that person's hungry. Why? Because they're willing to apply the wisdom Mm -hmm. and they're willing to speak and do the things at the right time. They're willing to give and be the hero of the day. They're willing to, uh, they're willing to draw in the bigger, why the fuel Mm -hmm. as to what it is that they're doing. They're willing to put in the persistence, the endurance that's going to be required when they do fail, you know? So that's, that's that spark that you find. Not a lot of people have it and that's fine. You could you could be the hobbyist, you could do that stuff, but just understand that there is that mindset that you start to see in a lot of people. You know the Jeff Bezos, the 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 Steve Jobs, and all that stuff. Um, you know there is that something, and I'm not gonna say that we're all gonna be a Steve Jobs. We might not, but we have a sphere of influence. Yes. We have a small group of like two or three people, and if we (laughs) can just impact those two or three people. That's great, because a lot of people expect, man, I want to be the next Steve Jobs, and that's okay. That's great. Sure, you can you can introduce the new revolutionary thing to the world. Sure, but you can also revolutionize someone's one person's life, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for in a huge way. And I think that's on a on a micro level how it bleeds over to a macro level of being being able to influence so many people. So.
0: That's exciting. I mean, that kind of comes back to why we're doing Chasing the Impossible. You know, I felt like God was giving me a cause to say, if you want to change the world, you change your circle of influence. You change your sphere one person at a time. And Mm -hmm. I record people like yourself and send this out to say, hey, you can make a difference. You can change things. You can be someone that changes your sphere. And everybody spreads that positive forward. Then we start to see your communities change. We start to see people believing in themselves. We start to see things happening because – one person said, "You know what? I'm going to share my testimony. I'm going to share my story, so to speak, so that everyone else can learn." So, you know, that's yeah, the point. Just the impossible. So, I, am really glad that you took the time to, to sit with us, man. You know, I've always been a respecter of your work, admire Thanks. what you do, uh, and you know, I, I want to make sure that our subscribers know how to get a hold of you, how to follow you. Do you have your you're, can you tell them where your, your social channels are so they can look at you?
1: Yeah, yeah, you can absolutely uh, – and, and look, anybody – Especially a
0: Beat Academy. Explain what that's all about so they can come yeah, and check that out. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Anybody who's interested in pursuing a career in music, I have actually have a free gift for you for even watching our interview. I've got a ebook that I've put together with some five essentials that I've learned from those valleys that I walked through. Right? I share those five essentials uh, for developing a successful career, and, and I have a gift for you. You can simply visit uh, www.beatacademy.com book, awesome. and you can download that absolutely for free. So if you're watching this, you can, it's an ebook I've put together. You can download that absolutely for free. And, uh, and in the course of that, once you download that, I'll also stay in touch with you via emails, and I'll be sending you some emails of how you can take your next step forward and and be, and be a part of what I'm doing at Beat Academy. That's so, awesome. um, so that's that's a gift you guys can do as well. What
0: about Instagram, Facebook, Twitter,
1: all yeah, those? Yeah, at, at, you know, at Illfactor, all together. It's I-L-L-F-A-C-T-O-R, at Illfactor at Twitter and Instagram. And YouTube, you can look up Beat Academy uh, is our YouTube channel. And I have just um, content that's just coming out there and helping you with music production tips and things like that. I'll try so. to have
0: those uh, names on the screen for you guys. So that all you guys that are watching, they should be edited by now. I'll put those on the screen so you guys can follow those. Factor, thank you again for taking my time. Love your spirit. Love your inspirational stories. Love that you want to give back and that you really believe uh, that everyone can chase their own impossible. And you've done yours. And you've yeah. made it. So uh, just just been a blessing talking to you. Everybody out there chasing the possible. Thanks again for tuning in for us. We'll see you next time. Take care, guys. Take Whatever.
1: care, everyone. Bye.